Hello everyone and welcome back to The Gelman Report. I'm your host, Ellie Gelman, and in today's episode, we are going to be doing the week 13 review of the league, my personally, my personal fantasy football league. This was the last week of the regular season, so the playoff seeding was decided this week, um, playoff matchup was decided this week, and most important out of all, the Sacco Bowl was decided this past week. So we have a lot of things to go over, so let's not waste any more time and let's get right into the episode. So let's start off this week's episode with the trade that went down this past week. And this trade actually has a lot, a lot of controversy surrounding it. So before this trade went down, I had um, completed or I had tried to complete a trade with Robert. I had given him Deontay Johnson and um, Dallas Goddard for Travis Kelsey. And so when this trade was accepted, there was a lot of controversy. People in the league stupidly thought that me and Robert were colluding. And at the end of it, this trade got vetoed. Um, and then a few uh, a day later, this trade was accepted, um, and there was another vote on uh, if this trade should be vetoed or not, and it was not vetoed. And so yeah, so this trade went through while mine didn't, which is incredibly upsetting. But that is in the past now. We're going to be focusing on this trade. So it was Roberts, uh, Roberts Lockett traded away Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro, and got back from Johnny Waller the baller got back Ezekiel Elliott and Mike Evans. Um, so Johnny was gearing up for the playoffs. Uh, of course, Josh Jacobs at the time was going to be a better option than Ezekiel Elliott. Not looking like it right now because Josh Jacobs isn't going to be playing this week, uh, this the first week of the playoffs. Um, and Robert needed a wide receiver and a running back. We got both of those in the trade. So a good trade for Robert. Not really good, so good for Johnny looking back at it now. But uh, yeah, it was just frustrating to see that trade go through and not mine. And now let's get into the matchups. And the first matchup that we're gonna have is my matchup. That's, um, I played Johnny this week, Waller Baller, versus uh, a Daddy Koo. Johnny won 132-65, a total, total uh, dismantling of my team. My team, as you guys are gonna see, played terrible. And Johnny's team, of course, played much better than mine. So if you go onto my team, I only scored one touchdown on my entire team, that came from Deontay Johnson on the Monday Night Football game. I scored one touchdown. If you only, if you have your team that only one touchdown, you're going to lose no matter what. I had Justin Herbert, 16 points under his projection. Derek Henry, 14 points under his projection. Raheem Mozart, 10 points under his projection. DK Metcalf, with only eight, had one of the best games um, out of the players on my team with eight points. Allen Robinson, three points under his projection. Terry McLaurin, nine points under his projection. Dallas Gardner had a pretty good game from a tight end, uh, 66 yards. Dancing Johnson, one of actually my most consistent players, had another good game with 13. And then, of course, Young Oku, the, the best fantasy player uh, that you could have this year, probably ever, um, with 12 points. So, of course, he had a good game. But my team, they scored one touchdown. You're not going to win. And then you move on to Johnny's team. There's some players who had monster performances, like David Montgomery, who has such it's so frustrating because he's not doesn't play well the entire year he doesn't take advantage of any matchups but when he plays against me of course he's the he has his first um uh week one perform uh is his first running back one performance of the entire year 
So it's just frustrating. And then everyone else played a pretty solid, but the big, the, the player that killed me, absolutely killed me, was Darren Waller. He absolutely killed me with 32 points. I was getting touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. Incredibly frustrating. Um, and yeah, so not a good game for my team. And as we're gonna see that, that really backfired me. It really backfired on me losing this game. Um, yeah, because I dropped down a whole a spot in the playoffs and I have to play a harder opponent, but we're gonna be looking at that a little later. So Johnny now eight and five, third, made the playoffs. I, as I mentioned before, moved down to second, nine and fourth, and I also made the playoffs. Now let's go on to our next matchup. Now it's Cooper Scooper versus uh, Daddy Patty. Daddy Patty scoring 84 points. Cooper Scooper go, scoring 134. Another not, this game was not close at all. Um, Jeremy's team played pretty bad. Patrick Mahomes at 18 is solid. Uh, Alvin Kamara finally had another solid, finally had a good week and scored another, finally scored a touchdown of 15 points. Clyde Artillery was just a crazy situation. He had the flu, basically flu-like symptoms, Was said he was going to play, but then did not play at all, was just on the sidelines, so that's frustrating for Jeremy. Adam Thielen, of course, going another touchdown, and then everyone else uh, playing pretty crappy besides Harrison Butker with 17. And then you move on to Plum's team, and he had some crazy performances. Newly acquired quarterback for the Cooper Scooper um, uh, squad, Lamar Jackson had a great game with 25 points, three touchdowns. Then you have Jonathan Taylor, who finally had a good game with 19 and a half points. Then, of course, Devontae Adams, the best wide receiver fantasy, with 24 points, scored two touchdowns. Then Mike Kosicki had a solid game. Amari Cooper caught a touchdown. And then, yeah, so Plum's whole team played very solid, scoring 134 is a great amount of points. And, yeah, Jamie team did not play well. And that, that was just kind of the story. And uh, this game did not really matter for Jeremy. Um, as we're going to see later on, because Jeremy was fighting not to be in the soccer ball, and as you see, he is now five and eight, six in the in the uh, in the standings. Will not be playing in the soccer ball. And Cooper Scooper is the fourth seed in the playoff, the last player to make the playoffs, and will be uh, playing in the playoffs next week. And then let's move on to our next matchup. And you're probably looking at this right here. You're saying, how could this be the matchup? How could this be the third matchup and not the matchup of the week? This game was only decided by 0.1 points because the matchup, the next matchup we're going to go over had much broader implications and much was much more important uh, towards seeding um, and stuff like that. So yeah, it was RL's team, CDs versus Chicago Bihars. RL 98.4 to Chicago Bihars 98.3 and RL's team um, played okay. Russell Wilson playing terrible. Um, uh, for fantasy football uh, managers right now with only 14 and a half points. Aaron Jones had a bad game, but then got ripped off a 77-yard touchdown, so he ended the game with 20 points. Um, and then Calvin, Justin Jefferson, who's been so, so good, caught another touchdown with 18.3 points. And then everyone else on his team, kind of mediocre, nothing special. And we'll on to Abe's team. Of course, he had Dalvin Cook, James Robinson, Kyle Murray, his three best players, all putting up 15-plus. Um, yeah, that was it. Besides Jason Sanders, no one else put double digits. Um, so not really a high-scoring game, but it was Monday night, and Abe was up, um, and Abe was up, and it looked like he was gonna win the game. Um, but then Debo Samuel got a huge pass down the field, and that put up RL by 0.1. And so the reason that this was such a um, 
it was important, but not important in the last. Ar since Ariel won that game, he had the same record as me. Since Ariel, since Ariel won and I lost, we have the same record. And Ariel um, has more points than me because I only scored 65 points this week. So he was able to move up to the first seed and I moved down. So I kind of wanted, I really want Ariel to lose so I could keep the first place. But, but that's just. That's just how it happened. Nothing big deal. Still in the playoffs and still feeling confident in uh, that I can uh, win the whole thing. And then Abe, uh, six and seven, fifth in the league, not going to be playing in the playoffs. I'm going to be playing the Sacco Bowl, just in the constellation bracket for nothing. Um, and yeah, Abe was going to if if Abe had won, and then I had won also. Um, he would have had the same record as Johnny and would have made the playoffs because he has um, over probably a hundred more points. Um, but yeah, that's just, that sucks for Abe and because my team only scored 65 points. Um, and now let's move on to the last matchup, and that is Johnson versus Lockett. Johnson winning 123 to Roberts 114, so a nine point win for, um, a nine point win for Jake's team. Finally getting rid of that slump, winning his first game um, after losing nine in a row. And Robert's team uh, had some pretty good performances from Aaron Rodgers with 22. Miles Gaston, Wayne Gallman played well. Travis Kelsey, who should have been on my team, um, yeah, should have been on my team with 19 points, catching another touchdown. Jarvis Landry caught a touchdown. He's been playing really well recently. And yeah, Robert's whole team played pretty solid. No one really, really killed him. Um, but we're going to be talking about Robert's team, specifically a player later on in the episode. Uh, so yeah, he had. 114 and we launched Jake's team and he had a, for Josh Allen, Nick Chubb, Chris Carson, all over 16 points, specifically Josh Allen, who um, again we're gonna be talking about later on, who had a great game with 30 points. Then no one else on Jake's team played really uh, so amazing. Kenny Drake had a touchdown, but nothing so crazy. Uh, but the reason that this is the matchup of the week, even though it was not the closest matchup, is that um, if Jake had lost, um, because Jeremy had also lost. Um, he would have had the same record as Robert, and um, Robert had more points than him, which would have put Robert as the sixth seed and Jeremy in the seventh seed, which would have put Jeremy in his third Sacco Bowl in a row. So Jeremy was rooting uh, for Jake to win, because of course no one wants to be in the Sacco Bowl. So this uh, will be the Sacco Bowl matchup, uh, Jake versus Robert, because Jake um, won. And yeah, we're going to be talking about this matchup a little later on in the episode because it had some great players and some not so good players. Um, so that was the last matchup. So let's look at the standings. Um, so you have in eighth place, Jake Johnson. You have a rec with a record of three and ten, finally winning. Um, so he's going to be playing in the Sacco uh, Bowl versus um, Jake, Ro excuse me, Robert's team uh, with a record of four and nine. And then you have two people that are just safe, not in the playoffs, not out of the, not in the Sacco Bowl. Chicago Bears and Daddy Patty, and then those four, those four top teams, CDs, Daddy, Koo, Wallaball, and Cooper Scooper, all those four teams that made the playoffs, so the playoffs are set, and the matchup is, for the first matchup, was going to be the one seed, Ariel, versus the four seed, Cooper Scooper, and then the next playoff matchup is Waller, Wallaball versus Daddy Koo in the next matchup. So this is going to be my third year in a row playing Johnny in the playoffs, Two years ago, I played him in the first round, like what I'm doing this year. Then last year, I played him in the championship where he beat me again. But this year, I'm playing him in the first round, looking to finally beat him and get my redemption. Uh, and 
Yeah. Um, so now let's go on to the team of the week, the perfect team. So this team projected 130 points, scored 270 points, so 140 points over the projection. And there was a lot of surprising uh, people here. Um, Derek Carr, not that surprising. Um, I, he's been the quarterback one um, multiple times this year, so it's not that surprising he'd be here. But very surprising, the RB1 on the week is David Montgomery. And what's even more surprising, it's only 27 points. Last week, the RB1 had 40 points. Um, so David Montgomery, surprising that he's there. Uh, but of course, Davin Cook's going to be on this list. And then the wide receiver one, another surprising one, is um, Corey Davis. Um, with 35 points, he had a crazy game. Then, of course, you have Devontae Adams, Waller, um, then you have Darren Waller, who it's most likely either going to be him or Travis Kelsey. Then another surprising one, you have in the flex, Cole Beasley, who had a crazy game on Monday Night Football with 28 points. Then the Patriots defense, looking like their dominant defense from last year, and the Harrison Butker. Sadly, it's not Young Hoku, but I have a feeling uh, he'll be back on this list soon. So a good game from... Uh, from everyone here. I played against two of these players. That's probably why I lost. Uh, but yeah, a good game uh, from these players scoring 270 points. Um, and now let's move on to the stud and the dud of the week. Uh, again, both of these players are going to be from the same matchup. Let's start with the stud of the week. Oh no, excuse me. Let's start with the dud of the week. And the dud of the week is going to be Tyler Lockett. I think this is second week in a row getting it with only 6.3 points. While he only went was under his projection by three points. If he, again, just had another solid game like he's able to, he's a top 10 um, fantasy wide receiver on the year in every single league, half PPR, standard, full PPR. And if he just had another nine points to get his total up to 15, Robert would have, no, 10 points, Robert would have won the game and he wouldn't have been in the Sacco Bowl. So he is definitely getting these the dud of the week after another lackluster performance that has caused Robert to lose another game and be in the sackable. And now the stud of the week is going is going to be in the same matchup, and that is going to be Josh Allen with 30 points. Um, this did not really this game didn't really matter for Jake. He was going to be in the um, he was going to be in the uh, sack bowl anyway, but he just had a really great game and. While 30 points is really good, uh, of course, for fantasy, but uh, if you watch that game, he it was just he played so so well, um, and he yeah, 30 points is pretty good. He's the uh, running quarterback too, but no one had Derek Carr, of course, so he's gonna get the stud of the week for that amazing amazing performance. So that is the end of the episode. Make sure that you guys next week watch next week's episode because it's going to have. It's going to be the playoff episode and the Sacco episode. So it's going to have a lot of stuff uh, concerning um, how the week's going to turn out and exciting stuff like that. So make sure you watch next week's episode and have uh, subscribe to the channel and click the bell so you get notifications when I upload. And yeah, like and subscribe. Follow on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and goodbye.